she was in her prime years. We were we were on top. Everything was great. Like, why did it have to happen? Like, what was the? I don't know if there is an answer to that. Like, because I just refuse to believe that it's just a coincidence. I I need. I guess I need to have some sort of a bigger reason for something like this to happen in my life. What you're about to hear are two unscripted sessions with a grief therapist and a psychic medium. Neither Claire nor Fleur had any contact with the participants before their sessions. They were screened by me, Elizabeth, one of the producers of the podcast, in order to preserve the integrity of a psychic reading. Absolutely no information was given to Fleur before their psychic session. This is Moving Beyond the Podcast. My name is Fleur. I've been working as a psychic medium for over 10 years. I have sat in front of 15,000 people to give them readings. I connect people here in the physical world to something they can't see, to their loved ones on the other side. And that, to some people, is a really spooky, crazy experience, but to me it's my everyday life. And I find that many people come to see me for a variety of reasons, either curiosity, wanting to see if it's real, or the deeper layers of grief, closure, healing, a way forward. A question that plagues people over and over again after a loss is, is my loved one really gone? I think mediumship can be an incredibly powerful tool towards healing, but it certainly is not the only one. I often send my clients to grief therapists afterwards, but I was thrilled a few years ago when I started hearing from my clients that doctors and psychiatrists and therapists were referring me. That was crazy to me. I always thought psychic mediumship was super taboo and super weird, and how could a doctor possibly recommend something so out there? But I was thrilled that people started to see that it's a real healing modality. One of these people was Claire Bidwell-Smith, a grief therapist, and she is also the author of three books on grief. I lost both of my parents by the time I was 25 years old, and it was a really deep and humbling experience, and it's what propelled me into this field. Whenever I tell people what I do, they usually take a step back and shake their heads. I think they imagine that it's really depressing and heavy, but it's not like that at all. Yes, it can be sad, it really can, but mostly it's beautiful and uplifting And I find myself reminded every day about what makes humanity so special. We work in very different ways. She is a grief therapist, I'm a medium. But we see people at the same point of life. We find them in moments where they are at deep loss, grieving, not able to move forward, have questions that they can't seem to move past. 
Where are they now? Can they see us? Can we still communicate with them? The first time a client told me that they'd been to see a psychic medium, I was a little baffled about how to respond. I'd never seen one myself, and I felt really skeptical about the idea. I saw over a dozen psychic mediums in that time period, and no matter how good the medium was, I still found myself wondering if it was real. After a while, though, I stopped caring if it was real, and I finally decided that what was more important was how it made people feel. A good session with a psychic medium can turn things around for someone who is lost in their grief. I've seen it time and time again. I could have a client who was completely stuck, like doing all the right things, allowing themselves to grieve, working through their emotions, reviewing their relationship with the person they lost, going to grief groups, making amends, you name it, but still they'd be stuck about something that happened with the death or some unresolved aspect of their relationship. And after a good mediumship reading, they would come away with a completely new understanding. They'd come away with a feeling of connection to their loved one and often a bit of closure. We wanted to share that experience with you, give you the opportunity to be a fly on the wall in the grief therapy session where someone is able to express and explore how their grief has shaped their current life. And then we transport you to a mediumship reading, a moment where you get to listen in on what a reading is and does and some of the answers that people can receive and do receive. We hope that some of the information that arises can help you too. No matter where you are in your stage of grief or loss or curiosity about the things we can't always see. So I'm about to meet with Lena, and I'm really curious to see how this session goes. I know only just a few details of her story, but I really think this is going to be an interesting session. Hi, my name is Lena. I live in Los Angeles, California. I recently came across the podcast with Medium Fleur, and I have been really touched by it. Unfortunately, I have experienced a loss of my own and it was really unexpected and tragic. I am still experiencing the effect of it until this day, even though it was almost two years ago. So by speaking to the counselor and the psychic, I'm hoping to get some clarity and that's why I reached out to them was wondering if it's going to be helpful or not because I am a skeptical person. I've never seen a medium of my own and every session I had with a counselor it was not helpful at all. That's why I would like to check out those particular counselor in the psychic to see if I will have any sort of relief in a if I will have any help in moving on from this tragic event in my life. So hi, Lena. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. I would love to start by just having you tell me your story. Oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, so I have been married to a man for uh, almost 13 years, have two kids. And um, at a certain point, I figure out that I might not be 
fully heterosexual mm-hmm. and fell in love with the woman. Um, actually, when she divorced, divorce was pretty shaky. So it, she pretty much nursed me back to life. Mm. We had uh, an amazing relationship. She was a great, great, um, like, she, soul, I'd say. Uh, she used to work for City of LA. And so she had like a high position, but we met in the meditation. So she had like this great combination of strength because she was a lawyer from New York. So she had like that side of her com- combined with this soulful, kind side. Mm-hmm. And um, like we were together for over two years, two and a half years. It was such a great connection. And um, I don't think I ever felt the love that I felt from her. And I don't think I ever had the, like, I, I was not, I didn't know I was able to love that much. Hmm. Um, so we, um, it was 2018. Uh, I, we didn't live together, but I lived, I have my kids 50% of the time. So when I was with my kids, I stayed here in my house in Lomita. Mm-hmm. And when I was with her, I, I stayed with her for like, for that, as soon as I, my kids were with their dad, I would go and be with her. So I, I spent uh, as much time with her as I possibly could. And on Labor Day 2018, um, I that Sunday I left to go, like Sunday before I left to be with my kids. And in the morning we texted. We constantly texted each other when I was not with her. And she texted me, I'm in the marina. I'm going to go right now and I'll text you when I'm back safely on land. And then it was like, I think it was like 12 o'clock. And then at three o'clock comes three, four, and around five o'clock, I started to worry. So I texted my, like our mutual friend who lived in Marina del Rey to go and check on her car. She went and she saw the car. She's like, the car is there. I'm going to go look around and see. Maybe she's on the water. I couldn't figure out what could be wrong. Then my friend called and she's like, well, I found out what happened. It's all over the news. And, and um, she's like, it's not good. Then I'm like, she's dead, isn't she? And my, my friend Kate said yes. So, and it was like, from that point on, I think like my world like stopped, like it froze. It was like a, in a movie when you slow-mo, it's like this slow everything. You, you kind of don't realize what's happening. You don't know what's going on. So I, I immediately texted my ex-husband and I said, can you come and get the kids? Wow. It feels like it was yesterday. Uh, I feel all this emotion coming in. Mm -hmm. Take your time. So he came. He he really was really understanding. He got the kids. And I didn't really know what to do. What exactly happened to her? So, um... She was kayaking, like usually, and uh, when she was coming already, she like made a loop, usually going in the ocean and coming back. The big boat, it was like a Labor Day, some sort of boat parade or something like that, and this big, huge, massive boat was coming from the ocean behind her and knocked her out of the kayak, and she got sucked in into the water. So her whole bottom was completely cut off. I mean, they pulled her out, and they, they it was like no fault. Uh, because the driver was this older guy in his 60s who apparently was not drinking, but he was just not paying attention. And it was like 
she was in the wrong place and he was in the wrong place and they kind of collided. So it was no fault. Nobody got sued or anything. Um, and uh, which also kind of, I think it got, gives me an uneasy feeling. Wow. What has life been like for you since then? Uh, well, for the first, I'd say four months, so it's September, maybe up till December. I don't even remember. My brain just shut down. The, the feeling was like, well, like, what does matter? Like, nothing matters now. Like, and that how was... are you today? What is it like now? I mean, it hasn't been that long. Uh, yeah, it's been like a year and a half. But the progression was, so what happened was to me, so I, I went to the counseling groups. I was going, nothing was helpful. So it was kind of discouraging. I was also working with an therapeutic doctor who was trying to make sure that all my emotions are uh, coming out. And But I still couldn't really talk to psychologists. It doesn't work for me. So I'm going for all well, the... Well, it sounds like your grief feels so big and untouchable by anyone else. You know, it sounds like in the yeah. grief groups you went to, you didn't feel like you related to what other people were going through or that you felt they really understood your experience. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it can just feel so singular and so, you know, it's, it's, it's you and your loss. And, and sometimes it's really hard to find people who you feel like understand that. I agree. It just didn't make sense. Like none of it made sense. You know, she did that thing. She kayaked twice a week, every week. Uh, it's uh, everybody's there kayaking. Like why her? Why me? Like, why did I have to even meet her? Like, why did I have to go through all of that to end up here? It's just, um, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. Still doesn't make sense. Yeah, I understand that. Have you ever seen a psychic medium? I've never seen a psychic medium, which is also, I don't feel that psychic mediums can do anything for me. Mm -hmm. um, why? Why is that? Because you haven't had good experiences, or do you um, not believe in it, or be, no? Because like, what what is it gonna do to me? No, I believe in it. I believe that they can access the information. I just don't know. Like, okay, so I will connect with Nicole for a brief moment, and then what? Like, she's still gone. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. But maybe I just don't believe that that um, it's just maybe like with counselors. I don't really know how they could help me. She's still going to be gone. There is no resolution, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Do you want to hear anything from her about your life and how she would most want you to be living now? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's maybe early enough, but yeah, it's, I don't even, I cannot even imagine how I, I'll be moving on from this. Like, how would I, like, who can replace her? Now, do I go back to men or do I look for a woman? Like, what's that? Like, I'm so lost. Well, I mean, I think the truth is we never really move on when we lose somebody we love. We can move forward, but we don't have to move on. You don't have to let go of her. You don't have to get over her. You don't have to replace her. You may at some point, you know, fall in love again or have another relationship, but it doesn't mean that you're replacing her. Um, you can always hold on to the love that you guys had and always um, hold special place in your in your heart and your life for that relationship. 
Um, I don't think, I think sometimes people feel like they have to let go and they need to move on and they need to be with somebody new and that that means that they have to stop thinking about or stop loving the person they lost. But I really believe that you can have both. You know, you say you have kids, there's that old idea that when you have a second kid or a third kid, it's your heart just gets bigger, right? You don't just love the first one. And so I think the same is true with people that we lose. We just grow bigger hearts to bring in more people. Um, So I don't want you to ever feel like you have to let go of her. You don't, you don't have to move on or replace her. Yeah. It it does feel that it's not going to be possible anyway. There's five stages of grief. I don't think they're really coming in the stages like it is by the book. (laughs) No, that's, it's a misconception about the five stages. You know, they're, they're Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who was the Swiss doctor who coined the five stages, she originally intended them for people who were dying, not grieving. And they make a lot more sense for for someone who's facing death. When we're grieving, it's it's not very linear. You know, they come and go. Even even the stage of acceptance is something Mm -hmm. that can come and go. You may have moments in your life where you are feeling peaceful about it, or you are feeling more accepting about it. And then something might happen that triggers your grief all over again, and you find yourself back in a different stage. And that's normal and that's common. Um, We can't fit our grief into a perfect formula or some set of boxes that we're supposed to move through. Have you found any ways in particular to honor her life? Yes. um, uh, Well, I'm trying to honor her life constantly. For me, it seems like she didn't have any kids. She doesn't really, didn't really relate to her family that much. I mean, yes, she did a lot of things for the city and I even received um, the note, like a letter from the mayor, uh, like, explaining um just expressing his grief and being very compassionate so that was very nice uh and they did like a whole um memoriam for her in the city hall also but um it still feels like i'm the only memory that needs to carry her on like i'm the only person who can carry on her memory she wasn't speaking with her mom for about like eight years they had a fallout but i contacted her mom and we are actually I wouldn't say I'm close with her mom, but I, I think I'm, I need that connection to be close to her. Like, I've, uh, there's a part of her life that I was not there. And uh, it does feel to me like through her mother, I can relate. She tells me the stories. We can talk about her. I'm in contact with her friends as well, which also helpful. That does give me some connection to her. I think that's, that's the way I connect to her as well, through her friends. Are you hoping or expecting for anything in particular from your session with Fleur? Not at all. I'm actually, I don't even know what to expect, to be honest. I'm so curious how it will go for you. I don't even know if she will come through because I don't know if this is, you know, I might be skeptical and I sort of believe it, but I don't, I never think it will work for for me. I'm really looking forward to hearing how it goes. Thank you so much, Claire. You're welcome, Lena. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you. My biggest takeaway from my session with Lena is just that reminder that we really have to create internal relationships with the people that we've lost and loved. It is so important to the healing process, to the grief process, to us being able to go on and live meaningful lives for us to create these relationships with the people that we loved, whether it's a spiritual relationship, a religious relationship, just a relationship internally, it's vital to 
being peaceful and still staying connected to the people that we've lost. I'm looking forward to my time with Lena today. She's just finished up with Claire. And so it'll be great to be able to do this reading almost immediately after Claire's session. Hi, Lena. This is Flair. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You ready for your reading? Yes, a little anxious, but ready. Okay. Uh, have you ever had a reading before? No, I've never had a reading before. That's why I don't even, I don't even know what to expect, to be honest. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, we're going to see who shows up and uh, all I need from you is a yes or a no as we get going. Okay. 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 So let's take a look at who we've got. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you see that you have a woman crossed over on the other side that would have like a um, romantic connection to you do you see that yes okay so she steps in here on my right and this might be a funny thing just to notice from the get-go but she places a hat on top of her head almost like she likes to wear caps or yeah. would often be wearing a hat do you see that yeah, i do see that her first need is to express, of course, deep love for you. It does feel that the two of you are in a romantic partnership at the time that she goes. So yes. you're together at that point, you see? That's correct, yes. I don't feel like you're married, so I'm not seeing marriage there. Correct. But it feels like it had been spoken about and yes. that there were plans, and I actually feel feel like she's acknowledging that she had plans to propose. I'm not sure if you know about that, but it does feel like there were plans there. That could have been. Right. Yeah. And I'm wanting to acknowledge here that the conversation had been held. The conversation of we'll get married or, you know, that feels like something mm -hmm. you would know about. You see it that? Was, yep. It actually happened the day prior her death. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, she's acknowledging the sense of we had the conversation and she meant it. And she feels like she was already planning something is my feeling. Mm. So she just wants to verify that for you, validate that for you, because it is a really serious relationship for her. So it's one that she she needs you to know how serious it is, um, because there is something about this partnership where. Uh, it, it's almost like part of you would have wondered at the seriousness of it. Yeah. Um, as if you weren't sure maybe if she was going to stick around or if the two of you would be long-term. It feels like when you initially start dating, there isn't really the sense of um, being very sure. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It literally was the conversation prior, like the Sunday prior her death on Monday. Like I, I was telling her, I feel that she is drifting away. Is it something going on? And she's like, no, I think it's the opposite. It literally, you're describing the conversation. Mm, yeah, it feels really important that you know that she was serious because there is this sense where you 
would have wondered. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you had that conversation. She's glad you had that conversation. I feel like this is part two of that conversation where she really wants to say she wasn't making it up to make you feel better. Okay. Thank you. I also want to acknowledge this actually from, from her perspective, it makes, she makes me feel like this would have been your first romantic relationship with a woman. Does that make sense? Uh, first serious one. I had like a little sort of fling uh, prior to her, like right prior to her. But I think that was just a gateway for me to look at the women in general. Yeah. She feels like it's the first relationship that you yeah, had. It is. it is. I don't feel the same for her. So it feels like she'd been in previous long-term partnership. Yes, that is correct. And... It feels to me like your perception of that hesitation was more her trying to also give you some space. So mm-hmm. to to feel comfortable and to be sure on your own regard. I see. That makes sense. Makes sense. That would be her, <laughs> her her character. Yeah. She's acknowledging kids around you. You see that? Yes. And She loves your kids. I do feel that the two of you would have kept your relationship quite separate from them. That's true. Yeah. I don't feel like she's involved with the kids on a daily basis or to the point where um, she becomes a second mother. I don't feel like she quite had that opportunity. That's true. Yes. And all the same, she wants you to know she's going to keep an eye on them for you. Oh. And she thinks you're an amazing mother she feels like she herself always questioned if she even could be a mother Mm -hmm. um it just doesn't feel like a role that she really takes on in life do you see that yes i see that Mm -hmm. um but she really cherishes it in you and i think that she was actually a little nervous about coming into their lives to be honest Mm. yeah i could see that yeah but really loves them and is very connected to them and really very around. I know that she shows me a very sudden passing. It feels to me that she goes from one moment to the next. There's there's really no anticipation to this, no ability to predict it in any way. You see that? Yes. It also feels like she's outdoors at the time that she passes. Do you understand that? Yes. And it feels like um, an outdoor place where she's actually been there many times before. It's really familiar to her. It feels it's not it's not a territory that she's unfamiliar with. Do you yes. see that? Yes, it's like I've that. been there time and time again. Yep. And I would say, in a lot of ways, it feels to me that there's um, an impact that she's not that she actually doesn't see until it happens or it, it feels to me that she's really not aware until within almost the minute that she's, that she's passing, it feels very sudden. So she just wants you to know that as well. It just feels mm-hmm. incredibly sudden. Okay. Do you see that her, Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, do you see her body wasn't retrieved at the moment? That, that um, happens? There was a delay. I don't really know the details, but it could be. And I do know that part of her body, at least her leg, was not retrieved 
for several okay. days. Okay, that's yeah. it. Feels she's talking mm-hmm. about part of her body not being found yeah. right away or not being yeah. retrieved right away. We we didn't even know if it's gonna be found, so we were surprised. And I know she just doesn't want you to worry about that in any way that she's not the physical body and that mm-hmm. she really didn't experience any of that. Okay. It just feels like she loses consciousness prior to that physical impact. But it does feel important that she acknowledges it because it feels like that was a big waiting game for this retrieval or for this sense of like we're waiting. You know, it, it's it's mm-hmm. a hard period of time and she's aware of it and she just wants to acknowledge that she was with you during that. I also think that she means that I couldn't see her for five days and that could have been like because that was heavily weighing on me. Um, so that could be also um, like the the retrieval of the body <laughs> that's at least how it feels like because that was a horrible time it was like the worst time of my life yeah 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 it feels like you just there's something around the body not having access to it not mm-hmm. it not being retrieved um i think there's probably the the acknowledgement of all of it mm-hmm. you know that all of all of all yeah. of that feels difficult um but she wants you to know that she did keep you company during that time her funeral memorial it feels huge do you see that yes it was. it's like yeah. big 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 um standing room only it feels giant it also looks like the community that she lived in she'd been living in for years and years and years and years mm-hmm. yep. and um just knows a ton of people and is is really touched and sees kind of the, the pouring out of this community response in a big way mm-hmm. yeah She's acknowledging that in this kind of accidental passing, I don't feel like anyone ultimately is charged. Do you understand that? Yep, that's correct. And that feels like something that you said about. Yes. Like the outcome feels very upsetting to you because I do feel like you wanted somebody to be charged for this. And ultimately the decision was that it was very accidental you see yes that's true she's okay with that so she does want you to feel like you don't have to fight for justice on her behalf really okay um because it feels like you've been wanting to continue that fight it kind of feels like she'd want to be like to get some sort of justice but i guess maybe not well i feel like you had attempted or somebody attempted. I yes. don't feel like they were charged. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I feel like at the moment, there is not an open case or anything like that. That's correct, yes. And she's seeing it from a higher perspective. So there is a sense of she's okay. She doesn't need them to be charged. Also because I don't feel that this will happen again. It it is a one-time thing. I don't feel that whoever you see responsible for this would do this again. So she doesn't, it, from her perspective, it's not necessary. I think the other message within that is I don't feel like you would be successful. So mm-hmm. she doesn't need you to put the time and the energy into it I see. Um, because it feels like it's a weight on your shoulders and she just wants to take that weight off. So I think sometimes that's hard for us to 
understand because we want justice here. And if you want to pursue it, that's entirely up to you. You are you are very welcome to have that inner drive. I just feel like she doesn't require it from you. She doesn't need it from you. Okay. Yeah, that is helpful to know. It often feels like, you know, I it's sort of like I have to get some justice for her. So it's, you know, it's, but I guess it's maybe for me, it has nothing to do with her. I, I get it now. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And she's happy to support you in it if that is what you choose to do. But you're right. It is. It's for you. And so mm-hmm. she'd happily stand beside you as you do it. Let's see. Do you see that you've kept her driver's license? Yes. <laughs> She talks about you having her driver's license, and she laughs because it's a terrible picture of her. Yeah, oh my god, so true. <laughs> but, you know, she's touched that you've kept it in that way, because it almost feels like it's something that you carry around wherever yeah, you want. It's in my wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's the feeling of you carry her around, and she's very touched by that intention and by that connection in her passing after her passing i it looks like you've met previous girlfriends of hers or previous partners yes, yes that is true. like yes she flew in from new york which was interesting and impressive and it was amazing yeah and she's like they've connected and you've gotten mm-hmm. all these different stories about her and you were able to connect with someone who'd also been been in partnership with her yep. and she really enjoyed being part of that meeting for the both of you. Wow. Okay. Um, and it also feels like you got to meet family members that you hadn't met before. Yes, that's true. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing because it feels like you hadn't quite, even though it looks like you'd been dating for some time, I don't feel like you'd fully done the meet the family yet. No. Yeah. She was kind of separated from the family and that's after the, I sort of connected to, to her mother. Um, like, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and so she's acknowledging the sense of, of doing it almost backwards. Like you connected to the family. You had to meet the family after she'd passed. And I want to acknowledge that she's aware of it. She wants to thank you for it. It feels really touching that you would have done that. Um, I also really feel like her mother was able to express some of her some of her mistakes to you and mm-hmm. the sense of being very sorry. Do you understand that? Yes, that is correct. You had a heart to heart and she just wants you to know she heard it, was there for it, wants to thank you for mending that relationship in part. Wow, thank you. When she's bringing me to her name, do you understand that she shortened it? Yeah, she'd she go would. by like a shortened version of her name. Yep. yep, she would be by Nikki. She'd go by Nikki. I actually called her Nick. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just feels like I'm shortened, shortened version of my name. Mm-hmm. And um, I was the next thing I was gonna say is it feels like a man's name. Like she talks <laughs> about having a man's name. Yep. And wears it proudly. Really, actually likes her name. Hmm. let's ask her some questions uh well i wanted to know first of all and i think you already kind of described it how she felt at the moment and how it felt for her uh first of all like how was it like 
was it traumatic? Uh, did she feel any pain? Like, was it scary? All of that at the moment. Yeah, let's see. Well, my first feeling is it takes her by surprise. Mm-hmm. And I feel quite a lot of adrenaline. She experiences some of it, you know, that first impact, and it feels like there's an adrenaline rush around this, but she really wants you to know how quickly her spirit leaves the physical body. Mm. Okay, that makes me feel better. Although I sort of knew, but it's still, you, you know, you always wonder. Yeah, of course. Um, how does she feel about me uh, moving on and start dating? Oh, yeah. That's something that is hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah, of course. Well, I get a really big push forward for you. She makes me feel like she'll do everything in her power to move you forward um, into new partnership. She's seeing that you haven't really moved forward into the dating arena yet. That's true. So it feels like you're still kind of in the very initial process of that, but she's excited for when you do. She wants to line you up with someone wonderful. I feel like she's going to have a hand in it. (laughs) Okay, I trust her in that. Yeah. There's an incredible amount of love here for you. I feel like she certainly forms long relationships in her lifetime, but at the same time shows up as being a little bit commitment phobic in in a lot of ways that is so true oh my god yes and acknowledges like all the patience you had with that you know yes just wants to say to you how much she really did love you despite i think often self-sabotaging and kind of getting in her own way of developing the relationship that she wanted with you yeah i mean she did like her time to herself as we called it so that was discouraging at times but yeah I guess I was patient do you can I ask like does she know why this had to happen like I mean she often did talk that uh, she doesn't feel that she's gonna make it to 50 but mm-hmm. like still what would be the reason I mean she was in her prime years we were we were on top everything was great like why did it have to happen like what was the I don't know if there is an answer to that, like because um, I just refuse to believe that it's just a coincidence. I, I need, I guess, I need to have some sort of a bigger reason for something like this to happen in my life. Yeah. Well, when I turn to her and I ask her, you know, why why she went, the answer feels perhaps annoyingly simple, and that it was her time. I think it's interesting that you say she knew she was going to pass young because it does feel pretty set for her as an, as an exit point and that she would have gone in some way. Mm -hmm. The larger answer to that just comes in as a continuation of life. I do feel like not that it was had to happen for you or that it was faded but I feel that it does really open you up to spirituality in a way that you had never encountered before that is true it definitely gave me a push and I wouldn't say it's the reason it happens but it does open 
this space for you. And she's grateful to see that in that transformation. She herself looks pretty into mediumship and she does. You know, she took classes with you, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, she took, I think, first and the second mediumship, and she was going to your sessions, and she did have a reading with you. Oh, wow. And she was trying to convince me, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. You know, it's curious. She's a fantastic communicator, so it doesn't surprise me. And I was like, wow, she's really doing a good job. Um, She knows how to operate her energy, you know? You know, she knew how to do that when she was alive. Like, she really worked very well with her own energy. She was not invasive. She knew how to exactly how to operate it. And it's interesting that she's able to do it now, I guess. Oh, it absolutely continues. The best reading, the easiest reading I've ever done was for a monk who had passed over. It oh. was like telepathy. He just was able to line up with my energy in such a way where I didn't have to do any work. And she feels somewhat similar in that she knew how to manage and connect her own energy in the world and she absolutely remembers and knows how to do it now the skill set doesn't leave so it's easy for her to interact in that way um but i would say she's really thrilled for you that you've stepped into it after her passing because it feels like something she loves to do alongside with you as well. Wow. It does seem that she's able to communicate. Do you have any other questions for her? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think I've really got what I need. I, I feel so much better. I was so anxious when we started, and I now I, I understand <laughs> what people mean. It does make you feel better. Oh, good. Well, she's lovely. Thank you so much. It was really lovely working with you again. Thank you. Same. I feel the same. All right. Bye. I just finished my reading with Lena. It was a really powerful reading. It is also blowing my mind that I just connected with a former student. I really had no idea. It really is very touching to me. And it's amazing that she was able to connect in the way that she did. It makes me feel like our work that we do here on the intuition and developing our own spirituality really does move us forward on the other side. Hi, Lena. It's Elizabeth. How are you doing? I am good. I'm I seriously now I understand what people are talking about because it's what you feel at the moment when you in this space. Because when I started the the recording this for I was so anxious my hands were shaking. But then it it comes like this sense of calmness and you feel like you connected to the person. I don't know how to describe it. But now I just feel so calm and like the, the sense of like somebody's hugging me at the moment. You know what I mean? It's yeah, sensation. That sounds amazing. And I'm so glad that you got such clarity out of it. Can you tell me what one of the biggest uh, surprises was for you in the reading? Uh, well, that the floor described sort of described the conversation that we had a day prior because um, 
we felt some something was going on the week like we felt discomfort and i kind of i felt that maybe she's pulling away because she was uh, not um she wasn't really into the full commitment mm. and i thought well maybe two years have passed and now and i used to joke with her like all her relationship have lasted approximately two years and I'm like okay so that two years are now passed and now you're getting restless and Fleur got spot on on that and um, reassured me that she was actually way more serious than I thought she was. That was really like, it made me, I don't know. I don't even, just, I don't know how to describe the feeling. Yeah, that is incredible. What um, a wonderful validation for you about the love that you felt for her, but also uh, calming and kind of uh, set your mind at ease to know that she wasn't pulling away from you. Yeah, it, it gave me some sort of sense of peace. It's no longer this heavy stone. Like, you know, the other thing that was really good that Fleur pointed out, because I asked the question, like, why did it have to happen to help me to connect to my gifts? Oh, wow. Which, again, I kind of had an idea, but I wasn't sure. And the validation is, is really, really helpful. That is very helpful. And it kind of gives you a little bit of guidance about where to go. I know that you were concerned about uh, the experience of her death and the tragicness of the accident and whether or not she had any awareness of what happened. Was anything resolved with that? Yes. That was one of the other questions that was really helpful to know that she was not conscious at the time. Mm. Which I sort of assumed, but there was no clear evidence about it because sure. whoever was retrieving her, they couldn't really, I mean, she was it was impossible to determine, but of course. Um, yeah, the clerk confirmed that she was not aware and she would not feel an impact, that she did, was not really in pain. You know, when you love somebody, the main thing you don't want them is to suffer. So it does give me a, a big, huge sense of relief. And also another point that I was concerned about nobody being punished for it. It felt like I need to get some sort of justice for her. But she reassured me. She's like, no, I don't need it. I, I'm fine. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry about it. It, it is It is a big weight off my shoulders. It's just like, oh my God, I, have, I can start living. Holy cow. What a life-changing experience. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm still a little bit shocked. Of course. I I didn't expect that it is so impactful. That's so awesome. And now do you feel like you could perhaps pursue another love now? Um, well, maybe not in the moment, but sure. I'm hopeful. <laughs> right. I mean, I think when we first spoke, you said, absolutely, it would never happen. You couldn't imagine ever again seeking yeah. or finding love, but do you feel a little more open to that now? I do. And you know why? Because it's not just that I'm going to find love. It feels like she will do that for me. Oh, wow. You know, it's is she like the way Fleur said it and the way it, the message came through is it was more like, don't worry about it. I got you. Oh. So, so it's not like I gave you permission, go do whatever. It was like, I'm going to be holding your hand through this experience, which is, again, I had no idea that it could be so impactful. Wow. That is, whew, I like that I so know, much. I have this bounce right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I really, I mean, it seems like it has already helped immensely, but I hope that it continues to help you move beyond the grief that you feel over this tragic loss. I know. And, you know, again, the, as I said, Claire asked me like, what kind of, um, 
how am I memorizing her? I think mm-hmm. this experience was the best way because it was her birthday on the first, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I really didn't know how to even celebrate that. Yeah. But I think this way, just talking about her and connecting to her, this is like the best possible way ever to oh. honor her memory. That's so amazing. Thank you again. And I can't wait to um, hear how she guides your love life and your, your growth, your growth into spirituality too. Thank you. Thank you. I'll definitely keep you posted. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Have a great day, Lena. Moving Beyond is an original production produced by Elizabeth Mihalich and Fleurless Inc. You can find Claire Bidwell-Smith on her website at www.clairebidwellsmith.com C-L-A-I-R-E-B-I-D-W-E-L-L-S-M-I-T-H.com and Fleur at mediumfleur.com M-E-D-I-U-M F-L-E-U-R.com. If you're interested in being on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send us an email to podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R.com. like to take a moment we would so appreciate it if you would rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform it helps others find the podcast so we can share healing with the world